0: There's over 20,000 players that have played Major League Baseball. There are bound to be a few bad apples. We're going to talk about those.
1: Hi, welcome to Almost
0: Cooperstown. I'm Mark, and this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. Ty Cobb was not a bad apple in the way that we're going to do this podcast about. But it made me think about at the time, you know, this is a guy who would go into the stands and fight with the fans and stuff like that. But that that
1: would would classify him as a bad apple for this setting, because I think when we're talking about bad apples, we're not talking about your malcontents on the field and in the dugout. We're talking about the guys that actually did bad stuff, you know, from the Black Sox to some other, to Pete Rose, to some other names. We're going to go through, you know, some of the worst guys, you know, the worst people that were ever in major league baseball. And we are going to talk about some guys, you know, even guys like, you know, that have done some stuff recently that are in the news, including Wander Franco. We're going to go over that stuff. Cause I mean, I think that's one of the hardest part is what do you even discuss when you get into a podcast like this? Cause we don't want to, glorify this behavior and essentially have a podcast be like look at all these crazy interesting things these guys
0: did wow and I, I tried to like when I like you know, so he came up with the idea of okay, there's some interesting guys, and we, you mentioned a couple of them, um, and then you get to the sex offenders. And like God, I like you said, I, I don't really want to get too right, deeply right, right, into like, that. There's nothing I can really say about
1: that. Like, like, like I don't really want to talk about Jose Reyes and what he did because we don't want to talk about him
0: at all because of what he did. And and the list that we've got, and there's not that many because there's the point was that there's twenty thousand, but we could talk about a lot of bad apples that did things after their careers. But we're going to talk but, about but, them while they were. These Players.
1: These were all guys that while they were players and we're going to really not spend that much time on the black Sox because literally everybody has discussed them. And everybody knows about them, and their badness is debated. And what they did in the context of this list doesn't approach basically what any of these other guys did.
0: Well, and there, but there will be some guys that were gamblers, and right, obviously but, they were the poster children for yes, doing what you shouldn't do, which is bet on baseball, which Pete Rose kind of perfected to a certain degree uh, later on. So yeah, <clears throat> those guys: uh, Buck Weaver and Kaminsky and Rostine Burns, Kid Gleason, Happy Felsch. Eddie, uh, Cicott, and, and we'll talk more about him in a moment. And Joe Jackson, you know, those guys got kicked out of baseball and that's what makes that interesting, right? Because a lot of guys, as you said, that have done a lot worse things that didn't get kicked out of baseball forever.
1: Right. Exactly. And, and so I, I think, you know, so where do you start? Do you want to start with the gamblers? Do you want to start with the black Sox and Eddie Secott? I don't. I don't know that there's
0: much more we can talk about. Like you said, with with the with the Black Sox, other than you know, like you said, there's some questions sometimes as to who did what. But even in the case of Joe Jackson and our friend Gabby, Gary Gary Livicari, you know, is fairly convinced. Hey, Joe took the money, even if he didn't lay down and play badly. The fact that he took the money makes him guilty, and that's... I can appreciate that point of view. I don't necessarily impugn him the same way as some do, but I understand somebody that could feel that way.
1: what about the guy that basically was the Black Sox before the Black Sox and Hal Chase?
0: Yeah, Prince Prince Hal. I'm not really sure. I guess he was so bad that they called him Prince Hal. like He was such a heinous character in, in, during his playing career. Oh, like
1: like gorgeous George the Red. Yeah, yeah, just as an
0: anti-hero kind of, right. kind of a thing, and and, you know, Hal Chase and, and the weird thing about Hal Chase, you look at his playing career, um, is that he was reputed to be a great fielder. And and I'm, I went back and looked at his, you know, his information and, and his 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 uh baseball reference. There was nothing in there, at least from a defensive standpoint well, that made I, I me think, think he was I I don't a know how much fielder. I can trust
1: defensive statistics from from that time, from <laughs> that time. like is re- really how are any of us going to know other than just er- it's just straight how many plays did he make how many errors did it did he
0: make right 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 and he he his career ended in 1920 so he was actually Like you said, he was the Black Sox before the Black Sox Mm -hmm. because there was nothing this guy wouldn't bet on, Hal Chase. There was nothing, there was no game he wouldn't throw. There was no scheme he was uh, um, not open to. And he was almost like, boldly going out there doing this in full view of everybody going, what are you going to do about it? Until Mountain Landis did something about Came it. Came in and he was like, I'm
1: going to go play in the outlaw leagues down in New Mexico and avoid all that.
0: So yeah, yeah. You know, lying down and, and doing it sort of in a way that people knew that he did that kind of stuff. Um, right, right.
1: Cause I'm sure it would be the type of thing where he would be, there would be behind in the late in the game. He would come up and he's been raking all day and he just takes three weak swings and strikes out and everybody knows I didn't even try there.
0: I guess it's Babe Ruth who selected Hal Chase as his first baseman for his all-time baseball team. Um so that gives you a little, you know, insight Idea as how to respected the kind of he player he was. was. Yeah. Um and but he also was, you know, the, the the guy that was the fastest guy to bet money uh against his own team. Ooh. And so there there it is, right? That that's the line that Pete Rose claims he never to crossed. have never Let's talk about him too in and right. all this way. He he claimed to never bet against the Reds. Um but he did bet in games that the Reds played, I assume the Reds to win. Right. Um, but the idea that he could do things outside of a game with the Reds if he bet on other teams – is compromising, right? Because if if you're going to bet on another and you have information or you're lining up your team in a way so that you can win a bet for, because the Tigers are playing somebody or, or whoever it would be that you might not want your best pitcher to pitch in that game four days from now. Well, you're not betting against your own team, but you're lo- using your knowledge uh, to right. take advantage of what's exactly. going on. So uh, and, and Pete Rose, you know, everybody always says with Pete Rose that he could have been reinstated had he just apologized
1: Right, if he'd ever been willing to sort of take responsibility. I'm sorry,
0: I I, I didn't bet against the Reds, but I, I shouldn't have done this. But he was just never willing to do even never, that.
1: Never. He was he was always somebody that had to be in control and be essentially like, no, I didn't do any of the bad stuff. I just gambled, which why can't I do
0: that? And then, of course, there was the whole thing about in, later in life, these 15-year-old girl from Ohio or, that he – claimed that he didn't have a sexual relationship until she was over 16, and he ended up being with her for, he, I think he, he ended up for being with her for years after that, um, and he was 32 and she was 15 when she met him.
1: Right, right. Oof. All I'll say about that is, uh, the fact that he might have ended up having a relationship with the teenager he groomed doesn't exactly speak much better about him. And if the idea is that, well, it wasn't she wasn't 15, he waited until she was 16. Again, this is literally a teenager half his age. No part of that story will ever reflect well
0: on the man Pete Rose. And, and actually I was wrong because it says, I, I, I read this um, piece, even though Rose owned up to it and said he only bet on games the Reds played in while he was managing. So wait a second. Now it doesn't say this doesn't say that he bet on them to win, right? You know, which you know, then you it's question. So he's I, I don't I don't think he has a chance to get into the hall. No, thing. he'll go in after he's dead. I, I I'm, not sure. be, that, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure that's going to happen. Punishment.
1: It'll happen after he's dead. That'll be the punishment that he never gets to be. They will in. not. They will not give him the satisfaction. Right, exactly. That much is for sure. But I, I
0: I I am doubtful that he'll get, get in there at all. Um, so Eddie Sukkot... Uh, of the Black Sox, he, you know, was really mad about not getting the, you know, money that he felt that he was owed to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so while he wasn't necessarily the ringleader, he was sort of the front man um, and, and was the guy that hit the first player in the 1919 World Series to show that the fix was on. Now,
1: why was he the only one to get the lifetime ban?
0: Well, he wasn't the only one. Well, he was the only member of the eight. No, they all, they all were kicked out for no, life. No, no, he was the only one that were banned for life. Oh, really? I, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised at that because I, I thought that, well, Joe Jackson never was allowed back in the games. So. Uh, I, I mean, I just, I'm just going off of our notes here that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that he was banned for life. Yeah, he was banned for life, but the, I think the other guys were banned for life too. They uh, were all banned uh, for yeah, life.
1: I'm just saying our, our notes say that, you know, we realize that he is the only member of the eight that were banned for life.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that Joe right. Jackson was banned for life as well, and I think the other guys were too. Um, and 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 they weren't all players. Remember, some of these guys, right. Rothstein wasn't a player. And Comiskey was a, an owner. Right. Know, so so that that might be a, a little bit different there. Um, and so we're talking about gambling in baseball and. We can also talk about the last 30-game winner in Major League Baseball, which mm-hmm. I would think most baseball fans are aware of that. I mean, it happened way before you were born, and if I had, if you didn't do this, would you have known Denny McClain was the last guy to win 30 games, or would you not really register uh, that?
1: I, I, no, I would not have known he was the last guy to win 30 games because I think that was like really – one of the only things that he really did.
0: Yeah, he won back-to-back Cy Youngs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there were two years, right? Those two years, though. And then they were amazing years, Uh, and he was actually a little better the year after he won 31 in 1969, uh, when he won the Cy Young. So, but Denny McClain was an inveterate gambler, uh, and got into all kinds of trouble.
1: Excuse me. So He got (laughs) into tons and tons of trouble, because he was betting while he was hurt mostly that was mostly when it crapped up but then he was also having making a lot of money and you know his partners were throwing around big figures and eventually he got involved with the mob And
0: that was probably when baseball was like, okay, wait a second, this is getting a little too big for us. And if you go back to that time, uh, a little bit after that in the 70s, um, you had guys like Willie Mays and and Joe Lewis who had to give up their association with boxing. I'm trying to think of another player that did that besides Mays that gave up their association with baseball because they wanted to go work in Vegas Mm -hmm. as greeters at hotels to greet guests that come in and and whatnot. So uh, I, I just think that, you know, Baseball and gambling—it was particularly sensitive at that time. Obviously, when they found out what Danny McLean was doing, you know,
1: right, exactly, because he was he was associating with them and seen out with them, and he was also really good. So he was, he was also playing golf and hustling people for money, and he was he even apparently flew a, a felon out of the country for a fee. So the guy was pretty much willing to do anything if it was going to make him a buck. But eventually it caught up with him because he got indicted. I don't think after, I, while he was a player, he got indicted after the fact. Right. So for actions he was taking part in while he was still a
0: player. Right. After his second Cy Young Sports Illustrated wrote an article that revealed him to be a degenerate gambler covering his gambling losses by running a bookmaking operation with the mafia, basically part of it. And and and, and to this day I still can't believe that that like, happened and they didn't immediately throw him out. Right. He was
1: the, part of the team that was indicted along with John Gotti Junior, just think about that. <laughs> but um, and, and but unlike Pete Rose, he's in good standing with Major League Baseball.
0: It, Bowie Kuhn suspended him. He was the commissioner at the time, um, and you know he he got exonerated because. Um, Kewan said that, oh, he, he was fooled, and actually he was okay to stay in. He, I don't know how he, he worked was, that out.
1: Especially because it wasn't like he didn't get punished for it. I mean, it wasn't like Pete Rose ever went to jail for any of these things. Denny McLean was convicted and received 23 years in prison. He just only ended up spending three there because of a technicality, and then the federal government dropped the case. But he got his li- he got his life in order after that, but – I mean, that's kind of wild to think of that a guy that went through that journey is still in
0: good standing with Major League Baseball, and Pete Rose isn't in comparison. No, no, and and Denny McLean, you know, had a a short – um, time in the sun, where he was on the '68 champion Tigers. Uh, unfortunately for him, in that World Series and that they won uh, in 1968, Mickey Lolich won the three games, and Denny McLain is sort of like an afterthought. Right. He didn't pitch in that World Series in the way, and he won the Cy Young the next year. So, uh, just a really interesting character, um, and 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 crazy that it got that far at a time when you would have thought it would have been shut down so quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then. We can get to some some guys. Then we get to
1: some of the more. I think these are more of the wilder stories, where it's just like these were <clears throat> these were actions that were kind of taken place right towards the end of their career. In some cases, we have a guy like Lenny Dykstra who got into a ton of trouble after his playing career too.
0: It really it, it really hurts me as a Met fan, right? That Lenny Dykstra turned out to be this sort of wacky, uh, unhinged person, and and I, and I feel like they're you know without making a joke of it. I, I, I worry about his, you know, I mean, you condition. Got, he, he was arrested
1: for drunk driving in 91 while he was playing and then again while he was playing for running a scam business for scamming
0: people out of like hundreds of thousands of yeah, he dollars. He was running like investment clubs and stuff right, like that right. take up, taking people's money and he had like no idea what right, he was he got, doing. He got,
1: he, got, he, got, he got arrested for grand theft larceny. That's not that's not something that happens by accident people.
0: And yeah, I think he's better off today. I think his son is uh, trying to become a major league baseball player but he always felt that that nails was, you know, kind of a guy in a while, a little yeah, while, even when he was playing. But you didn't have any idea that it was going to end up being what it was later on. And then we got a guy. Now, this
1: to me, this was a wilder story because it happened in his essentially at the end of his final season. So it just sort of happened. And then he vanished. But Uke Urbina, Do you remember him? I remember him as a pitcher. I did not Oogie remember or him Bina, right, literally of? hunting people down in Venezuela
0: hunting people and and he basically killed uh, somebody with a machete and poured gasoline on them. Yeah, he was un- he's now under arrest and in jail under an attempted murder
1: charge. And that was at the that was in 2005, right at the end of his final season. And you know,
0: had, had no idea any of that was going on. I remember him as I remember
1: th- hearing the story at the time because it was such an unbelievable story. I mean, you, you would have never expected in a million years that all of a sudden
0: this was going going. And on. I think like most of us, if you would have, you know, this guy had two seasons of 40 saves. I remember him being particularly good for the Expos. I think, or is that is that I think yeah, before, before they moved to Washington, um, uh, he was like their closer, a really good closer uh, for them. Him, like i said the 40 40 uh, saves for a couple of years um but I, I had no idea that his career ended that way no
1: no and then we have ben chapman who if i had to guess was john rocker's idol growing up
0: <laughs> well said
1: because he, he gained a reputation mr chapman for being a virulent racist anti-semite going as far to give it now this was a man playing in the 1930s so just think about that this is the 1930s in new york city he's in the outfield giving nazi salutes and hurling epithets at jewish
0: fans in yankee stadium I, I, I'm still I still can't believe I'm trying to picture this going on. And 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 what were the other players doing? Right. And then he was a player manager for the Phillies and he started to
1: try and harass new Brooklyn Dodgers star Jackie Robinson. Of course, that backfired as it threw all the support by Robinson to the point that Chapman had to was forced to take a picture and publicly apologize for Robinson, which could I can only imagine for a man like him was probably the
0: single worst right, moment right. of his life. Right, right. And I, I had no knowledge of Ben Chapman. Um. Um, and, and he had a better playing career when I looked at it. I going, wow, this guy was pretty good way back then. But I mean, what an what a awful character.
1: Right, and following him up because there was obviously not only going to be one very, very racist player back in the 1930s and 40s. Not to say that there weren't more than these because there definitely were. But there was also Frank Pinky, Pinky. Hinkins. And Higgins, Higgins, P- Pinky uh, H- Higgins. Yeah, He did not like his nickname, Pinky. So that's why we will call him by that. Uh, he was nobody. Nobody was more against no player or manager or player manager was more against the integration of baseball than him. And he was one of the biggest reasons why the Red Sox de- were the last team last to field team. a black player. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in 1947. The Red Sox didn't have a black player until 1959. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky was also a killer, as he killed somebody drunk driving in Louisiana in 1968. I don't think he was the manager anymore at this point, but he was then sent to pr- sentenced to prison for four years and died one day after being granted an early release.
0: Yeah, so he he is one of the the worst guys you know out there. And again, the fact that people did this in broad daylight, is, right. I think, is what amazes me the most. Um, and and another guy that's like that is Ralph Schwamm. Um, and he he before he even got to the major leagues, he was in. He was nicknamed Blackie because he idolized the bla- the bad guys in the, in the old Western movies who dressed all in black. Never a great sign. So uh, he was a big guy, um, and he struck an officer, got tick- kicked out of the, the Navy. Uh, and then he, a- after his career, or after the 1948 season, excuse me, he was a player, mm-hmm. he murdered a doctor. To pay off mob debts, <laughs> and
1: then he was sentenced to life in prison. Though he was eventually released, you know, twelve years later in 1960.
0: So, so the important thing is, is that that to, to remember is that this happened while he was a player. Which, always, right, always... And,
1: and this is another guy that this happened to a player. Then Julio Machado. Now, this was a story that, despite taking place in my life, that I had not heard. You
0: do so. You don't remember Julio Machado? No,
1: I remember him pitching for the Mets. Right, he was a Mets pitcher, and he was like a an up and coming reliever, right? Yeah, he was.
0: He was I, I remember what I remember of him before I looked into this article right. was that he had good stuff, threw hard, and you know, he's a guy you were kind of like, wow, maybe he's going to be a good a good pitcher for us.
1: But then um, he his career came to a screeching halt in 1992 uh, when he was convicted of shooting and killing a 23 year old following a car accident. And that he was traveling and uh, that they would the, the in other Venezuela pro- in Venezuela. And then he went on the run and was captured and sentenced to 12 years in prison in 1996.
0: So I guess that would mean he's out now. Well, his, I'm pretty sure his contract was void, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not making a comeback. That's for sure. So yeah, that that's just, and, and that's just, those are some of the more
1: wild things that have happened while guys have been active players in the major leagues. And then there are some other gentlemen out there that, we're, we're sort of just going to name and shame. I don't think we're going to get into the specifics of what they did because what they did is pretty heinous and we don't want to glorify it at all. But we also feel like not mentioning these names and not sort of calling them out as these guys did bad things, specifically bad sexual things to people and oftentimes pe- – people that were in positions of power or not in positions of power in comparison to that.
0: And 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 the, the guy who, who's first here is, is a guy you don't remember watching play. And I remember because his name was Milton Bradley. And of course... I remember if, watching if, him play. If you played any you know board games, Milton... It was weird that there was a baseball player named the name of the board game company. Um, and Milton Bradley was... You know, Well, obviously, we'll talk about You know, we're not going to talk too much about his the, the sexual aspects of what it is. And he's got custody of his kids now. He seemed to, seemed to have turned his life around after some really right. bad – but he was a wacko like during his playing right. career on the field. Like he was a volatile guy that right. you were worried about.
1: And that's why in 2013, he was convicted on nine counts of domestic abuse, including battery and assault with a deadly weapon. I, I hope – That, you know, abuse is terrible, it's never can be condoned, and all I can hope is that with sole custody of a kid, that the man has turned his life around, and the demons that plagued him no longer do, because that's a terrible situation. What happened there?
0: The other guys will will skip because I, I can't really talk about Mel Hall because this guy, if you want one of the, he played for the Cubs, he played for, I think for the Yankees, um, and and during his playing career, he did some horrible stuff that that is unbelievable. Um, and and he he was a, not a great player, and and then he basically you know just went off the rails completely. Right. Right.
1: Kids, very being with very very young girls as young as uh, you know under during his playing career during his playing career. I don't want to go. And he went, He received a forty five year prison sentence, which is exactly where he should be.
0: So uh, you mentioned Jose Reyes, and you know it's hard for Met fans, you know, to talk about you know his incident, uh, but you know that's something that has to be mentioned, right? Right. Because right. Jose he, Reyes, I he wasn't going to get in the Hall of Fame, Jose. But that who did was not the relief help. Pitcher that did the same thing for the Mets. <sighs> Yeah, it's, uh, 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 yes, Henry Mejia. Right. And then he got, he got, went the whole, the whole, no. No, no, Mejia, that, Mejia was, stir, the stir, right, guy. my bad, my bad. There was
1: a met relief pitcher who also beat his wife. Was it Familia? Yeah. Right. was, it was tough. T- those were tough. I hated rooting for them.
0: Um, And and I threw on here because he's still not pitching in the major leagues uh, from a bizarre incident that Mm -hmm. has been going on now for a couple of years. Trevor Bauer pitched in Japan last year, I think. Right. And
1: he's trying to make his way back. But people do not want to touch him because of his actions. And that is the way it should
0: be. Yeah. Yeah, um, you don't remember Luis Palona, who played for the Yankees, but he he had an incident with a, a underage girl, uh, and, and, and that and, ended his career. Right, and I'm glad. That even, so. but I'm glad
1: that even back then, even uh, back then, well, in 1995, even then, it was that was still enough to get people. You could see how it had changed from Pete Rose in the room. Though Rose's stuff came out after his career, not while he was a player. But you, you can even see it from when Mel Hall was running around in the 70s and 80s and people, you know, he was showing up at the ballpark with a 15-year-old and the reaction was amused curiosity. By the time we get to the 90s, Luis Polonia does that. He shows up. He gets escorted from the ballpark and
0: removed from baseball. And that's how it should be. And so you're right to say that as we've gone forward, it's 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 it seems to be you know, more severe as it should be that these guys, I, I remember Felipe Vasquez, who's also known as Felipe right, Riviera changed his name and maybe he changed his name because right. of what, what was going right. on. But, you know, he, he served prison time. Right. He
1: made back to back all star teams in 2018 and 2019. And then at the end of the 2019 season, he was arrested for child
0: pornography
1: and for sexually assaulting a 13 year old girl convicted of 15 accounts. And he is now in prison.
0: Right. And and that might be, I hate to say it, where Wander Franco um, is going to go because it, it looks bad. its I knew it was bad when the Rays basically persona non grotted him,
1: like within days of the news coming out. That, this is
0: like he just got a giant contract. Right. And him. now he is gone. And he does he's not like,
1: exist he's like because a, he should be going to jail.
0: It, it, again, we don't, he hasn't been convicted of anything, but it, that's why I say it looks bad. Everything we know about this, everything we've heard, but until he is convicted and something happens, you know, you have to say, well, you know, it, it looks bad. That's all you can really say. I mean, you can't, eh. you can't make a guy guilty before you have everything, you know, understood. If
1: it walks like a duck, it talks it, like it, a I, duck. I, I, I'm going to call that
0: duck a disgusting human being. It, it certainly looks that way. So, uh, and and it's really not surprising when you think about, you know, Baseball players face the same pressures in in, in life that a lot of people do. They have more resources.
1: Right, right. And for some of these guys, they've basically grown up in an environment where they can do no wrong. They're essentially gods, especially earlier on when baseball players and athletes were really treated with such a degree of deference and you didn't have the ability to report on things. Didn't have cameras taking These guys could get get away with monstrous behavior at a time. And I'm glad to see that as we've progressed, there's less and less tolerance for these sorts of behaviors. You know, gambling is one thing, but when you get to some of these other acts, they have no, I mean, gambling has no place in baseball, but these other
0: things have no place in a civil society. And so we we, we shifted not to the bad apples like on the field for doing Bad things during games and being, you know, dirty right, that's players. Quaint, that's quaint
1: and fun to discuss. And, oh, it's a hard-nosed versus being. These are
0: genuinely bad guys. Right, right. So, uh, and, you know, at, at a 20,000, you know, 23,000 people, you, 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 you know, not everybody's going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> and just then, luckily a few bad apples don't spoil the bunch.
1: Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Follow us on Twitter, Olmoscoop.com.